Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Pro Wrestling Fan Blog Podcast, episode number 24 of season 2. And without begin, I'm just going to let you guys know what is the situation going on. In the last episode, I had found out uh, during the whole entire of last week that CM Punk... uh, Ended up having so exploded out, sunk what of a meltdown, for some reason, and and then talk about Colt Cabana. Now I don't know how this is happening, but from what I read, and it's uh, and they're saying it was from some some news reporter ended up being interviewed. By interviewed, it was doing asking the questions at the media scrum, and for some reason mentioning of Colt Cabana, and because of that, it set off Punk on a on an explosion and a tantrum. Although Tony Khan, which I'm gonna say, he should have warned everybody not to talk about that sensitive topic. Now, I know most of you guys are going to say if say to me if this is the right thing to do. No, not exactly. Because, but it's already been too late. Punk flipped out, uh, out. Ended up not only humiliating Tony Khan, ended up for some reason of a backstage fight that was somewhat reported between Punk, Steel, The Elite... It, and for some reason, Christopher Daniels and Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler got thrown into this mess. And because of this, as the elite, Cutler, Daniels, Nakazawa all got suspended. And with the uncertain fate of a steel and, and CM Punk. But there's been rumors saying that Punk is somewhat suspended, but they're turning this into an intro. Now, I don't know if that was entirely true or not, but we're taking it for a grain. And and because of this, now the only thing I will say this on top of this is if if everybody is being suspended, including that of CM Punk, why can't Cole Cabana wrestle in AEW again? I mean, seriously. On top of that, I saw a tweet from Cabana saying that he needs an action figure. He wants an AEW action figure, which I totally agree. However, I've seen some nasty comments towards, towards Cole Cabana. He has done nothing wrong. It was so much that CM Punk went so far to be out of line. So please, if you're going to get mad at somebody, take the frustrations out on CM Punk. Because especially for him to expose those, those Colt Cabana uh, and say that he's, he has a joint bank account with his mother. Alright, if I'm not sure if that's true or not. If that's so, then it's none of our business to know about this. And for those who are attacking him, knock it off, okay? Hey, 
you're the reason why that hey, everybody on Twitter is really angry. Hey. Okay? So understand where I'm coming from. So, anyway, so I don't know what is the situation and the fate. I don't know what is Tony Khan doing, and I don't know anything else. The last thing as I had heard of was Amanda Huber's best friend, who is also the chief legal counsel, or, oh, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I said this before. <sighs> uh, yeah, the chief legal counsel, Mega Parkia. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Sorry. Um,. It ended up investigating this. Now, I don't know if sh there's any findings about what happened. So, still, I have zero knowledge of anything. What is going on? No word about what went down. And on top of that, I don't know what is the complete fate of... Of, um... Of every... Of Sam Punk and Ace Steel. All I know is everybody else on the other side is suspended. And, and, but, as I mentioned in my last podcast episode, that Kenny Omega is in Japan. And, and which, Ken, which I will say this, Tony should told old uh, Kenny not to leave the country. But some reason, he's Somehow left, and now he's in Japan. Now, if I don't know if, if wrestling Twitter will go crazy, but sure, they will. And it's all because probably he might run into Kota Ibushi. Who knows? The last thing I can say is that I found out through Ren is he was at, spotted at Hama, um, a Japanese wrestling store that sells wrestler merch. Right, similar to that of Pro Wrestling Tees. So, yep, that's all I'm saying about that part. Okay, now, let's, let me go over some, uh, I guess I'll go over some wrestling news because, good grief. I guess we're going to be talking about this. I guess this is the raw results. I'm going to read this all from Fightful. Oh, and it's written by Colin Tesser. Which the article says here, The Judgment Day Takeout Edge, Kevin Owens scenes break Austin Theory's nose, raw, fall, raw fight size, aka the, aka the raw results. Anyway, Colin says here, here's your post-Monday Night Raw Fight Size update for September 12, 2022. The Judgment Day took out Edge at the end of the show on Monday. The Duddy Hall of Famer faced Dominic Mysterio in the main event, despite 
Rey Mysterio's attempt to and to get the legend spear his son. Ray would end up interfering and inadvertently set the stage for the Judgment Day to attack Edge. Dominic snatched his leg with a chair multiple times and Finn Balor hitting a diving stomp directly on the leg to leave Edge down and out. So if you guys don't know who is Judgment Day, right now is well, it was originally set up, it was originally Edge, Rhea Ripley, and uh, Damian Priest. But now, well, uh, Rhea and Damian uh, betrayed Edge, lined themselves with Finn Balor, who, and then also because of Rhea Ripley, she took she takes Dominic Mysterio under his under her wing. Anyway, it also says here, Kevin Owens seems broken Austin Theory's nose after he delivered a passion message, passionate message regarding the way Theory has been handling, handling opportunities whereas a guy like him had worked for theirs. The two stars got into a brawl and Theory left the fight with a busted nose. Uh, Anyway, also says here, Johnny Wrestling lived up to his name on Monday. In his first match since he left NXT in December, Gargano competed in a hard-fought contest as against Chad Gable and show the Duddy universe exactly who Johnny Wrestling is. After he picked up the win, Johnny Gargano overcame Otis' attempt attack, but Theory blindsided him and laid out the former NXT champion. And I guess this explains why Kevin went after him. It says also, at first you don't succeed, try again. That's exactly what Damage Control did, and it paid off Monday when they defeated Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah to win the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. The latter duel previously beat Dakota Kai and uh, Ayo Shirati, I'm going to say that, in the tournament finals for the vacant titles. But the challengers took home the gold in the in the second attempt. So, in other words, they're referring to that Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah had defeated dead uh, Dakota Kai and Ayo Shorari for the tag team titles, but the girls ended up getting the rematch and won the tag team titles off of them. While Dakota Kai and Ayo Shorari dethroned Rodriguez and Aaliyah, Bianca Belair successfully retained her women's role, her Raw Women's Championship. He held, she held an open challenge, and SmackDown Sonya Deville answered the call. Despite her best efforts, the S of WWE emerged victorious. Ah, oh, good for her. <laughs> After the bout, Bailey confront Belair and remind the champion that she pinned her. The role model told Belair that she faced her when the time was right. When Damage Control tried to gang up on Belair, er, er, 
Asuka and Alexa Bliss need to sleep. Otherwise known as to me as Kana and Mrs. <laughs> Lexi. <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Lexi. <laughs> Kabara. <sighs> okay, it says here. The Judgment Day tried to recruit Matt Riddle after Seth Rollins made it clear that he's not interested in facing the original bro again. Damian Priest noticed that if he goes way back with Riddle, has he? I don't remember. Uh-oh. He goes back? But the pitch fell on deaf ears as the former United States champion turned him down and brawled with Priest and Balor. He then faced Balor in a match and Rollins interfered. In doing so, he cost Riddle the bout. He attacked his foe again after the bell and told him to move on. It's over. Move on. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> so, apparently... I thought Matt Riddle was t- teaming with uh, Randy Orton. I guess they're done. And I guess Balor's group tried to recruit Matt Riddle. And, and as for Damian Priest, I don't know if much of that's true. Ugh, my brain hurts. Anyway, um, also says here, Dominic Mysterio explained why he betrayed Edge and Rey Mysterio. After he stated that his actions at Diddy's clash at the castle helped him feel alive for the first time, he stated that Rey never took time to ask him what what he really wanted out of his career. With Rhea Ripley whispering in his ear, he made it clear that he's a man now. Ideal meal, ideal meal, or I, what's it? Ideal meal or I meal deal? I don't know. I, anyway, the Miz conducted an interview from his house where Maurice told him that there was no way Dexter Lewis would be able to get him again. Her words comforted the former champions, so the duel left. But they didn't know that Loomis was secretly lurking in the background all along. As a result, well, their children... Can we stop saying children and referring as their daughters? As their daughters were left alone with the mysterious man. So, Loomis has been hanging out with, with the Miz and Maurice's daughters. Really? <laughs> Although, yeah, he still got it. Sticking Sam Shaw. <laughs> anyway, also says here Seth Rollins and stated that as the face of Raw, it's been far too long since he held a title. Well, the United States champion Bobby Lashley took issues with Rollins' remarks. Saying that he who holds the goal is the true face of the show. Bruh. Rollins challenged Lashley to a title for the match t- next week. And the champion accepted. <laughs> also says here, almost returned to action on Raw and dominate the two enhancement competitors. On the wagering, he also caused technical difficulties on the broadcast. <laughs> 
What the heck? <laughs> what is this me or you're all too? Oh, boy. I guess uh little ago said something. <laughs> Jeez. On Raw Talk, Theory responded to Owen's harsh comments by listening his listing his accomplishments and describing how hard he worked to get where he's at. So what? That so has as Kevin. So knock it off, Austin Theory. Also says here in the Daddy Digital Exclusive, Damage Control celebrate the victory, made it clear they were off to a party. Hey, well, I don't know about the girls, but Miss Bailey has been busy. Hey, if you want to know, <laughs> I just saw it on TikTok, but Bailey was actually in New York City for the fashion show. And let me just say, Oh, she went to say hello to a few good friends, which I'm pretty sure er, if the two of them return, I'm sure Bailey's going to betray a Dakota, Dakota Kai and, and Ayo Shorari big time. <sighs> Just throwing that out there. But I don't know where the girls are at, so... Hopefully, I'll let you know. In a WWE digital exclusive, Johnny Gargano discussed his return to the ring. He said, and competing on Raw filled his heart with joy. Gargano noticed he wants nothing more than for Austin Theory to succeed. Gargano vowed that at the end of the day, Johnny Wrestling will have his hand raised. Oh, boy. So, I guess what he's saying is, I think... Gargano wants to face against Austin Theory. So, I want to say something here about this that I am not 100% sure if this is true or not. But, the problem is, I don't know the fact is what I've been hearing is true. But, um... But I'm just... <coughs> I I want to put my thoughts about what Damian Priest said. That he and Matt Riddle go back. I mean, as far as I can tell you, I'm not 100% sure. Because I don't remember as much. But I know Matt Riddle has been... Mostly has been seen at Evolve Rossley before everything went to heck for them. Because Gabe Swalowski... Ran away like a complete coward that he is. Is. After, ended up selling. Selling. Uh, Evolve Wrestling to WWE. However. For Damien Priest. Which I can't remember his. What was it? Oh yeah. Punisher Martinez. Duh. I the okay. Now when when Damien Priest was wrestling as Punisher Martinez, I know that mostly he was in Ring of Honor. No, but I I don't know if he ended up ended up running into uh Matt Riddle unless Riddle unless Riddle was trained at the Monster Factory like Damien Priest has. 
I guess that would be the case. But I don't know if there was also something else as well. But as far as I can say, there is questionable doubt. But at the very same time, I don't know. I mean, the only thing it left said is true that Matt Riddle ended up wrestling in Puerto Rico oh, against Damian Priest. <laughs> well, they were both wrestling under uh, Carlos Colon. Colors, yeah, Carlos Colon's. Uh, Wrestling promotion, World Wrestling Council. So, that's something, and I may have to look into. But otherwise, I know Matt Riddle never wrestled in Ring of Honor. I know Damian Priest has. So, there you go. Now, as for and if you guys want to know about about Bailey and why I have a feeling that she may leave. Um, Kai and Sh- Kai and Io. It's a possibility because what happened was when I was on TikTok, the former <coughs> I'm going to say this: the former is Sasha Banks and the former uh Naomi uh were both spotted in in New York City at the. Uh, New York Fashion Week. Now, the girls were on the runway. Okay? But, apparently, according to uh, the former Sasha Banks, under her, her verified TikTok, that is Mercedes Fernando, um, apparently, there, there were a lot of photos as to a song. And, apparently, it was revealed... That that uh, Bailey was at the New York fashion show. Oh, oh. So, in other words, she was supportive. She was being there uh, to support uh, her friends. But if there's a possibility, if they are returning to Dudley, which. I don't know if that will be true or not, but it's a possibility it might be because as her cousin Snoop Dogg was there, there to promote help out promoting out WrestleMania uh thirty Imagine where are we in the, with the WrestleManias? Ugh Right, WrestleMania 39, which is taking place at, uh, I believe, uh, which is now being taking place at, I believe it's SoFi Stadium. (coughs) Yep, SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. That's next year. However, and I will strongly say this, 
But I had just found out there's a pot now there's also some other things. Now next besides next year, the year after that at WrestleMania forty will be taking place at Lincoln Financial Field, which is home of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, in other words, it's in Philly, man. And so when that time comes, I will gladly talk to you guys about that. But for now, I'll Oh, <coughs> I don't know if that's going to be the case, Ace, if, Ace, but I am just throwing it out there in case you guys are starting to speculate, so, yeah. So here's something that will make you guys go crazy and make you say, I feel old, but anyway, if you guys don't know, uh, Dustin Rhodes' daughter... Dakota, who is happily got married. Well, she posts this on Twitter and she says, Guess what? There's in fact a little bun in this oven coming March 2023. Which doesn't responded, I love you, baby. <laughs> oh my good grief. In other words, Dustin's daughter is going to make her father a grandpa. <laughs> Apparently... They're congratulating her. her. <laughs> and the way how she tells it with her. With uh, a lot of cooking ingredients and <laughs> her man put in her hands. Her, her husband put her hands his hands better. <laughs> then it has flour on her stomach and it says 2023 with a heart. So in other words, yes. <laughs> yes. Dustin is in fact going to be a grandpa. <laughs> and I know what you guys are saying. What about Cody? Uh, I don't know. It's crazy to explain it. But yeah, I just want to say that. Just let you know. <laughs> All right, let's. All right, I need to tell you guys about some things. Now, before I talk about AEW Dynamite, I need let's talk about the PWI Five Hundred. Apparently, the PWI Five Hundred it it had just came out, and shocked to be told that I'm not even sure that I should be surprised. But the one who won the 2022 uh, PWI Five Hundred cover. That is released by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Again this year is none than Roman Reigns. And yes, I know most of us are probably either shocked or happy about this. But. <sighs> but anyway. So let me read you guys the top 10 names because it's been tweeted out by David Lagria's radio show on Cyrus XM and bust it open. This is what the, this is what it's been said. It says here at official PWI at official at, at Al Castle PWI at Candice Cordia announced the 2022 PWI 500 top 10 with at David Lagria, at the Tommy Dreamer, and at Mickey James. Which, by the way, I blocked her because she's being a complete another simp. 
<laughs> and uh, I don't want to explain why, but unless you end up hearing my other podcast. But anyway, so this is the top ten. At number one, we have Roman Reigns. Number two, oh, it says here the Twitter account says Rainmaker X Okada, meaning it is the Rainmaker Katsukicha Okada. Uh, in other words, Okada is number two. Number three, the man known as Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Number four is Adam Page. Number five is Bobby Lashley. Number six, Cody Rhodes. Number seven, Brian Danielson. Number eight, which I'm surprised this cracked into the top ten. A wrestler goes by the name Hijo del Vikingo, which I think it's translated to the... To... I think... If I'm a, I'm trying to make sure about this is right or not, but I think it's it's translated as the sun. Hold up, because this is really gonna hurt my head big time. Let me just make sure detect language. Whoa, I don't know why it does that. Every time I do this, I'm like, I get yeeted right away. Okay. So, yeah, it's sun. I think it's translated to sun. Of. Viking. Viking. I think it's translated to son of Viking go. Or. I think it's. Yeah, it's otherwise known as Son of the Viking. And so, apparently a wrestler known as, as Hijo del Vikingo is actually ranked at number or eight, eight. Then we have the F Big E at number nine. At number ten is Jonathan Gresham. Um. <laughs> Oh, God dang it. Oh, no. Cody Rhodes' sister is freaking out. Says She says, this list is an effing joke. Please let me call in next show. <laughs> oh, jeez. Apparently, they couldn't believe it. But apparently, I think I can... F- I think I saw the full list. And, uh, shocked to be told. Um... I guess we'll have to wait until next year because what happened was Claudio Castagnoli is on the PWI 500, but not what I expect it to be. Okay, a website called AIPT Comics has decided to reveal the list. So wrap it. So let me get to that. Even though I mentioned the top ten, let me finish up the top twenty. So we have at number eleven is Shingo Taki, number twelve John Moxley, number thirteen 
Matt Cardona, number 14, Josh Alexander, number 15, Hiroshi Tanahashi, number 16, MJF, number 17, Seth Rollins, number 18, Adam Cole, number 19, Kenny Omega, and number 20 is Drew Galloway. <laughs> I know you guys are screaming, it's Drew McIntyre! I'm like, yeah, I'd rather use by his real name. Anyway, so, shot to be told, I am stunned that Chris Gero and Tim Dots are not on here. And it's because he didn't, because they both didn't wrestle much last year. And which I am very upset by that. But, that's not my concern about that. But, yeah, I'm shocked they put Kenny Omega on the list. But, he is on here. Um, now, however... Um, some other names that I really want to throw out. Like, for example, Trevor Murdoch. He's at number 75. <laughs> and, and I know most of you guys are saying, isn't he supposed to be lo a little bit more higher because of that? Well, not really, because even though he deserves... Even though, like, some people say, oh, he deserves to be in the hundreds. Not really. I mean, Trevor actually kind of worked his butt off of... Of since he is the National Wrestling Alliance uh, World World Heavyweight Champion, which I'm really much glad because Trevor has come far since his tag team days, Ace in WWE. I mean seriously, and however, and I do mean this strongly, um. When I went to look for Claudio Castagnoli, I didn't find him under his real name. And, uh, he, that's because I had to look it up under his study name, Cesaro. Which Claudio is at 191. I'm like, really? So, I guess to say, I guess we have to wait until next year when he's under his real name again. And which apparently I'm pretty sure they'll acknowledge that. Now there are another there are a lot of names here that I kinda know and some I don't know, but I'm really shocked that uh Chris Hero's not on here. Here. Even though I looked under by Chris Hero or his daddy name, Cassius Ono, and neither neither on here. I mean there are a lot of other names on here. Like, Rio, she's at 379. Bruh. Anyway, I guess that's much about it. About this list. But... So, apparently, now, I actually kind of heard, now, not just only the PWI 500 of the top 500 wrestlers, um, now, there also might be the, um, more, or not more, or from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Now, it was revealed that the PWI 500 came out on digital on uh, September 14th. It won't hit newsstands until October 4th. 
However, uh, there'll be a women's 150. That means the top 150 women's wrestlers will be on there, including women title contenders, women's division talent, and women's promotion talent. Now, the digital will come out on October 27th, but it won't hit newsstands until uh, November 15th. And then the Tag Team 100 will be hitting newsstands on December 8th, and newsstands on December 27th, including tag team contenders and trios slash freebird pairings. And it says here, no annual list correlates with our monthly magazine and weekly website top 10 ratings. And that's what it is. And this is the tweet from PWI. says here, we got a lot of we get a lot of questions about the PWI 500, the women's hashtag women's 150, and hashtag tag team 100, formerly known as tag team 50, and the potential overlap between each. Here's an infographic explaining who you'll find on each list, plus the release dates for this year's editions. It's... <laughs> So, in other words, I'll probably will put that into the podcast as as when the women's and the tag team list do come out later on this year, or sometime between the fall, later this fall, and sometime this winter. But I am very much shocked that Uriel's in the top 500. And she doesn't deserve that ranking low. In fact, it's a funny thing. She just tweeted it. Tweeted out in Japanese. Hi. Hi, Rio. You're so cute. Oh, She looks so... Oh, a little white makeup. Oh. <laughs> I think she's probably still in Japan. I hope she ran into Kenny Omega and and Kota Bushi and Michael Nakazawa. Cause, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's talk about that, them as well. So apparently, Omega is still in Japan and he ran into his good friend Kota Bushi. And on top of that, Michael Nakazawa's with them. So, uh, apparently, um, yeah, apparently the tr- apparently the trio are in are together in Japan, and and how I know this is actually it. What happened was, um, Abushi tweeted out on Twitter that he ran into Kenny Omega and and uh, Mike. Nakazawa. So apparently, so Kenny's not only in, not only still in Japan with Michael Nakazawa, but he's saying hello to Kota Obushi. And I guess the three of them are spending time together, or as good friends they are. I mean, I don't want to, 
I don't want to make this more awkward as it is, because there are fans who are trying to push that down, others push that down, and we're not, and I'm not sure if that's entirely true or not. But I think the real reason why Kenny's in Japan is what I can explain in this, uh, in this tweet. No, in this, actually the Instagram post, sorry. Anyway, Kenny, apparently if you guys haven't checked, there are at least two, uh, Post apparently, the reason why is <sighs> is the reason why is Sega actually kind of invite Kenny to come back to Japan, and for the upcoming announcement of, well, it's now being now being rebranded because I had to look th uh, this up. Apparently, apparently, it's the franchise referred to as Like a Dragon, but it's the, I don't know if I could say this because I don't want to offend anybody, or maybe I could say it, because even though they're really dwindling, it is called Yakuza. It's a video game franchise. Ice. And what happened is, it's been revealed that they're dropping the Yakuza name because they feel like it's really bad, and and they make everybody think it's associated with uh the the criminal gang of the criminal gangs of Japan, and when the fact is, it's not. It's fiction, but. Apparently, there is a possibility, I guess, I probably, I'm not 100% sure, but it's been kind of what been confirmed from Kenny's Instagram post. He says here, Thank you, Sega, for the amazing tour and for creating a character model of me in the Yakuza engine. And... So, I guess what he's saying is that Kenny is now going to be part of the video game of the franchise, Ace. Which, apparently, which in his previous post, he says here, we've been waiting, and, and, to refer, and he referred to the uh, RGG studio, West. It's otherwise known as. It says here the official Western page for Sega's Ryugagotuku Studio, developers of the acclaimed Yakuza series, Judgment, and more. In other words, it's. It's. The. In other words, uh, RGG Studios is the is behind the series. Ace. 
And I guess what Kenny is saying that is that he is somewhat involved into this because I guess we could say I guess I could say that he is a fan of the game. So So I guess that's the real reason Kenny's <laughs> No 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's reading something else. So I guess the reason why um, Kenny Omega's in Japan, probably for that. But I guess he also wants to say hi to Kota Ibushi. So I don't know when Kenny and the Young Bucks and Michael Nakazawa and Christopher Daniels and for some reason Kurt Hawkins' buddy boy uh, Pat Buck is allowed to return to AEW. Because I don't know how long their suspension is for. So, yeah. So, I just found out Logan Paul is facing against Roman Reigns <coughs> in the upcoming uh, Super Show in in Saudi Arabia. Yes, the crown jewel. Well, what happened is Roman Reigns will be putting up the Daddy Championship against Logan Paul in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And I'm like, oh no. Anyway, I'm just hoping for Logan Paul to be heave himself in the country. I mean, oh, it says here, breaking news, this is announced by Triple H, Logan Paul challenges study Roman Re Logan Paul will challenge Roman Reigns for the Undisputed Universal Championship at Crown Jewel on Saturday, November 5th. Could not wait until Survivor Series. Hey, so do it in front of that. I know most of you guys will probably be mad at me, but yeah, I'm just hoping for Logan Paul to behave himself because I, I just feel like him in another country, even though he did, he was fine in the United Kingdom. But this is way before he actually got involved with Duddy. He actually became friends and and for, and a former adversary in Chaos High. But what happened was Logan Paul got himself into serious trouble because of how his behavior went in Japan. And I don't know if he ever apologized, but what happened was he got really out of control and ended up doing something really stupid it ended up get, getting caught up by everybody. And <coughs> since then, I don't... How do I say this? Um, Logan Paul is still... I think Logan Paul is still wanted by the Japanese government for his behavior. And I don't know if he had changed. Ain't. And if you guys didn't know, what happened was Logan Paul got so much out of control and at that time, I felt like he was a complete other jerk. But since then, years changed on him. I mean, it's been, what, a few years since? And, you know, Logan Paul's now behaved. 
And now him entering the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, I just hope he doesn't go out of control there. But I'm thinking he won't. I think he mostly will be, if he wants to be, you know, want to go wild, just put it in the wrestling match against Roman Reigns. And this is, might be interesting, but a little bit too weird because, if you guys don't know, Roman is so much buff. And Logan Paul, yeah. This is not like boxing KSI hey, or Mike Tyson. <laughs> this is straight up up wrestling against the big guy, the big dog himself, Roman Reigns. And of course, Roman has his whole entire gang and his family and his two known associates, Sami Zayn and... Uh, Paul Heyman, or as they, or as the rest, or as Daddy, which I, his family, because the consider Sami Zayn is part of the family, but I don't think so. I just want to say that both Sami Zayn and Paul Heyman are his known associates, and the only family he has is his cousins, who are the tag team champions, the Usos. But I think also there might be somebody else as well, but. Um, Another family member being with them. But, yeah, uh, I know most of you guys would probably say, I'm sure... I'm sure everybody would probably think it's crazy, but it is. But, um... (laughs) Everybody's in shock about this, so... <laughs> so everybody's about to talk about this so yeah I know it's crazy but I know most of you guys will probably say well Logan Paul doesn't deserve it I kind of agree with you I mean but a lot of things have but a lot of things is going crazy and not to mention this is a desperate act by Triple H do you know do not only get Logan Paul in in have everybody like him, but still, the only issue is Japan, so, good job, Triple H. <laughs> uh. Alright, I'm gonna talk to you guys, I think I'm gonna talk to you guys right now about something that I came across, an article. The article of a article came from, let me pull this up, <laughs> um, Wrestling resource, the Sportster, formerly uh, formerly the pro wrestling sheet that was once belonged to Ryan Satin until he each ended up working for Fox uh, to cover everything about WWE. However, this article is somewhat kind of shaky because understand there'll be some things, and I will also end up reading a um. Something that has to deal with dark or deep dark stuff that I will say this that will be very much uh to be hold on. In other words, please do not go crazy and also just understand where this article is coming from. The article says here or Malachi Black confirms he asked for his AEW release, talks his leave. Malachi... <laughs> Somebody needs to work proofread their article before they 
send it out. It says here, Malachi Black took to social media on Sunday, confirmed that he did ask for his lease from AEW and talked about what is going on in his life. Written by Jim Parsons, it's been published over a day ago. Oh. Anyways, hey, hey but understand him through in this article, I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be referring to him from now on as Tommy End. Alright, because this is getting really confusing and I'm my, it's making my, me very upset about this. So, understand where I'm coming from, okay? It says here, Tommy End took to Instagram on Sunday and discussed the rumors surrounding his absence from AEW. In his post that reads more like an official statement, he talked about how speculation gets out into the world that he's not a fan and confirmed he did ask for his AEW release and talked about his future. Rumors were that Black was going to be off of AEW program for some time, if not indefinitely. There was a chatter... There was chatter he asked for his leaks, but those requests were denied. There were also talk about he wanted to take a break for mental health reasons, and that means a lot of uncertainty around his future. There was chatter about his marriage wasn't in a great place, something he denied as part of the statement, but he did confirm that it was time to work on things and focus on getting his personal life a um, personal life where, <laughs> uh, personal life back on the right track. I'll read you the statement, but anyway, continue on into the article. He noted that the reason he asked for his release were many. Among them, he suffered several put personal setbacks over the past two years, including medical setbacks, a loss of a close friend from uh, self-deletion. Understand, please do not get mad at me. This is Spotify, so take it up with them. <sighs> he also said, said there were some Promises in his professional were not upheld that all led him to move on. He noticed that he needs a few months away to recalibrate the last two decades of his life. What does this mean for his future? Understand this part is does not make sense to me because even though oh, the article, even though this part is negating of what he says... It's an, oh, and there's another article, I guess. Anyway, I don't know if that's entirely true. If Black returns, it sounds like he'll be turning to AEW. At some time, it still sounds like a conversation needs to be sorted out. Yeah, ugh. rewind that. <clears throat> if Tommy N returns, that sounds like he will turn to AEW. At the same time, it also sounds like a conversation needs to sort out what Tommy and feels are unkept promises. That doesn't necessarily mean he holds Tony Khan responsible for his struggles, only that he doesn't seem entirely pleased with the way things have gone over for the past couple of years when it comes to his work situation. 
We only hope that Tommy N takes the time he needs to get things sorted out, and when he returns, he'll do it such an, in such much better in the frame of mind. All right. What this guy's saying is not what he's is not what uh, Tommy and has said. Uh, and in fact, there's another article, and it says here, here, an article written out by also on the Sportsters website. It was written by Josh Colson. Says Malachi Black reportedly wants to return to Duty after AEW lease request. Trying to get back to Duddy was apparently a part of Black's initial plan. Um, there was no mention about Duddy, and this was published 14 hours ago. It's been a pretty rough couple of months for AEW. A short period of packed with injuries, interim champions, and capped off with a backstage brawl that led seven suspensions. And amid this chaos was... As they start, Tony Khan likely hope will be a fair head for the company one day a wanting out. That someone is, again, I'm going to refer to him as Tommy End. That someone is Tommy End. We should stay over the weekend clarifying a lot of what happened between himself and AEW. You. However, this is something and that's mentioned here. Okay? Before this gets out of control. Was there a plan of a daily return? Tommy and did revealed he did indeed request his release from AEW, adding a number of details surrounding his decision what might will happen next. Dave Meltzer addressed this this Tommy and statement on a recent edition of the Wrestling Observer Radio, adding that Black reportedly wanted to return to WWE where he requests his AEW release. Obviously, he wanted to go back to Duddy and had a lot of time left on his deal. I think four and a half years left on the deal, Meltzer said. And they sourced it from WrestlingNews.co. Which, by the way, I'm going to mention this. As anybody who starts citing Wrestling News Co. should be, be not, should never be, um, should be, start be questioning Hang. Um, should be questioned because uh, wrestlingnews.co is an unreliable source. All right. <sighs> that implies Black signed a five year deal when he came to AEW, which certainly adds up. Khan would have wanted to tie him to the pro show for a long time and was likely paying a lot of money to be there. Here. And it says here Tommy Ann's wrestling future is unclear. That wasn't to be, and now rather indeed if we see a Tommy and back in the ring is unknown. The former NXT champion and did say in his statement that he doesn't want this to be a goodbye, but he doesn't know what his future holds. For now, he will stay away from wrestling as he takes stock of the last few years of his life and figure out what he should do next. Next. However... This has also been thrown in. The Duddy landscape charge changed in a major way earlier this year, of course. And it's feasible someone like Black would go, would want to go back, especially with Triple H having up Creed up, someone who booked and treated him very well at NXT. 
There has also have been various reports of wrestlers and opposing companies putting out feelers. Since Black is married to Duddy superstar Zelina Vega, uh, that is pretty much unavoidable. Now, I'm going to say this before I... Um, before anybody start go crazy. My thoughts about the articles first are really unbelievable. Well, one are one of the and let me say this. Um first of all, I do want to say is um for the sports sir er, um you guys need to uh find better writers number 1. And number 2, why are we why are people sourcing a fake news website? And let me specify about wrestlingnews.co. They cannot be trusted at all. And on top of that, they have multiple Twitter accounts that I ended up reporting. Because they all are circulating on Twitter the same stories is that don't that should be only seen in one. Instead it it's gone into different Twitter accounts that it's so confusing. And on top of that, it's also massive spamming. Ang. Ang. Which goes against Twitter's policy. Even though I don't know why Twitter hasn't taken those Twitter accounts down as a late. <sighs> but anyway. Wait. And this is... And by the way, there was no mention if, if Tommy and would ever go back to WWE or return to AEW. And and uh, let me let you guys... Let me read you guys what uh, Tommy and said on his Instagram account. Because, bros, sisters, there's a lot to talk about. Anyway, it all started what he posted. Anyway, it says here... All. First, thank you all for your messages. They are being read and appreciate. With the turmoil going on in the landscape of professional wrestling, I took the time to think of my words, but also need to wait until conversations between mine and AEW's camp had come to a conclusion. Firstly, I just like reading parts of my private conversations between myself and AEW in regards to my mental and well-being on the internet. These conversations were private and not meant to share to the with the public. As by now, most people realize I am very, I am a very private person, and do not feel the need to have stuff like this out on the internet. If you've been following me longer than a cup of coffee, you are aware I've been spoken. <laughs> I've spoken out, uh, spoken out about prior. Er, about them prior, but would like to be the one deciding when this finds the way to the public and not through someone else's mouth. As with anything through the lips of someone else, the story gets distorted. Henceforth, why hey, people should not be either turning to Dave Meltzer or WrestlingNews.com. The second part into this says here. Secondly, to be in line in with above, they also need context. 
I did indeed ask my release in the last two years of my life and lended a lot of to a lot of setbacks. Both me and my wife have been affected by uncontrollable actions from the outside, the result uh, in loss of life, medical setbacks, career jeopardizing, the suicide, the self, sorry, actually it's, this is Spotify, uh, uh, the loss of, uh, the, the self-deletion of a close friend and a close family member almost losing their life. Life. Then the experiencing in an injury that I was sure, I, or I I was sure was the end of my career. I spent every week going through several sessions of rehab, dry needling, and therapy just to be able to walk and compete. Now, this beginning of the tip of the iceberg, and with the combination of the promises in my professional field were not upheld, which results as a combination to all these to complete demoralization of life and career. This decision has been in my mind for the past six months. It's hard to really put a finger there and say this was the mo- this was the moment it all went wrong. But I can tell you, after many years, I have learned from a rational point of view to see what I need to hit the brakes, which it was, which it was. This is now. Before I continue. You, I guess something must have happened, and probably it may have to do with Selena. I mean, excuse me, Thea Trinidad. Um, something must have happened to her. Loss of light, medical setbacks, close friend, and I guess somebody in either. The only part I'm trying to understand is a close family member almost losing their life. So it might be somebody in Tommy Enz's side of the family, or say a Trinidad side of the family, which I'm hoping it's not her brother. There, I mean that would be that would be awful, really. I mean it's not bad enough of of and please do not get mad at me, but it was already been bad enough that that uh, Thea had just lost her father. Well over. How long has it been? 21 years? Oh. Yeah, it's been 21 years since her father's passing. And that's because it was un... That's because it was un... Uh, it, that was uncertain since... Um, but... Yeah... I understand where he's coming from. And losing a friend, that that I can understand and, and where he's coming from. Oh, boy. Anyway, the third part is really something to understand. Perhaps once in my mind settles on certain things and process the last two years a bit, I will convey via different platform than write out out what exact what the exacts were happened and have a more informed conversation about them. For now, no 
Oh, I am good. I am taking the first time in 22 years, a few months to recapitulate the last two decades of my life. Lastly, I read a few matters online regards to my release, my mental health, and my personal life that I can summon swiftly. If it didn't come for me, it didn't happen. Stuff about con- additional releases, stuff in my marriage, or you said in me- of mental health, the leverage the other, there, when I said before that part was even going to be part of the public conversation are false. My marriage is fine, and I am fine. It's just that it is just time to make sure these things stay the stay that way. Once again, I appreciate your support, and we will see each other soon. Um, MB. That's that's what Tommy in for you guys. So my thoughts to summarize this, I think I understand what Tommy is coming from. Um, I understand losing a friend like that. I mean, I I don't know how they how he lost his friend, but I understand how the dealing with the uh feelings of losing a friend because it really still hurts to this day, and. St- I still don't know the, what happened to him. My mother told me about this, and it's really kind of crazy to explain this. I mean, I would like to talk about this on on the wrestling, uh, pod on the wrestling vlog. Sorry, the pro wrestling fan vlog podcast, but I think it's better to explain this on the other podcast. Anything else to add with Lindsay Rogers? Po- yeah, sorry. Let me rephrase that. The anything else to add podcast with Lindsay Rogers? Then I said that I don't know. Oh, my head's so messed up. So I, so I can explain everything and understand and try to connect that to there and try to also bring it back to here so you guys, in case you want to know. Um, I'm glad that he and Thea are still together. Even though I see her on Twitter, like her le- her latest tweet, I think I saw her tweeted, it, which made me kind of smile to see that, you know, no matter what she does. Um, let me see about this. Um, <sighs> hang on, I'm just trying to understand. Oh, sorry, I'm looking up. Up, uh, Thea. Anyway, I mean, I mean, her, her, I mean, I'm glad she's doing so well. I'm just glad that she's still with her husband, and it makes me feel happy. I mean, her last tweet, she, her last two tweets, one that says so heartbreaking, which is, it's from breaking news, video news, where, uh, it says here that a bridge just got washed away. It's Hurricane Fiona hits Puerto Rico. 
which she feels. And then her mood changes, says, that is so cool, I want one, which she responded to Neil Kaplan, and who is actually is the voice actor for uh, Madra Yuchi uh, in the Naruto series. I think it's the Naruto Shippuden. And anyway, apparently, if you guys didn't know, here's a funny fact. Neil Kaplan actually ended up uh, in the request, I guess, probably from the quest from both Daddy and Thea to have him to introduce uh, Thea in the... Uh, <laughs> In the day Royal Rumble, which is pretty funny and cool, I would say. Anyway, I'm I I'm still glad that she is. Um, I'm just glad, cause I I I cause usually when I try to look, I mean I don't know what to expect from from both of them, because usually they never hide as much as they could, but until they until like they. Until like when one wrestles and is in one match and the and the other one reacts to it, I can tell straight away they both still cared about each other, which has made me smile and happy. I mean, after all, he was very much happy. I can tell you right away. Tommy and was very much happy when his wife had won the uh the the uh won that tournament that made her the queen of the ring, which. He was very, he just sent out a couple of emojis and I'm like, oh, I see you there, there, Tommy. <laughs> and then, and then when he wrestles and he does, and he wins the match, she goes on Twitter, tweets out a couple of emojis and she's like, and I'm like, oh, this is there. See you there, both of you. I just understand. I know you guys are. Are you tweeting out emojis telling how much you're ha proud of the other one? I mean, it's no, it's no secret. I mean, just look at the, uh, just look at the uh, Andrade El Idol, and uh, <coughs> and um, Charlotte Flair. I mean, I, I don't know. Actually, I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm actually about to go call out both Triple H and H and and Tony Khan. Because I'm surprised they're both numb nuts. <laughs> oh my god, I think I can do a better booking than those two weasels. Why on earth earth I'm I'm just gonna say this. I know that right now that that Andrade is having his is uh teaming up with his buddy boy Rush. But I mean it would be really nice to have Tommy and to be with Andrade El Darido because it would make a lot more sense and and to be them as a tag team both even though and maybe also Rush and and Jose a a uh also managing them because I think they should be a tag team and the reason why is. They both can not only not only could they be a ta great tag team, they both can talk about their spouses, is in who are both in WWE, and and I'm just saying this, same thing with 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 uh Thea and and Charlotte, I mean seriously, they both have both of them both of their spouses are in a they both of their spouses. Being in AEW, they both can talk about 
them. And at the same time, all four of them could keep communicating with each other. So they don't go crazy. I'm just saying. Just saying. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I mean, after all, you have a pair of queens instead of a pair of kings, you know. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, anyway. But. I don't know. I actually, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if, wait, has Ashley returned yet? I don't know. I hope she does. Not, not, not in an unusual way. But anyway, um, I just really want to throw that out there. Um, but because I, even though if he is, I'm hoping he finds uh, happiness. It's, and even though it's kind of hard and scary about what he's going through, and sure enough, uh, enough, I hope that he and he, for him and Thea to stay together. Also, kind of crazy to talk about, but even though I know Mushika said, "Well, isn't Thea just an anime enthusiast?" I'm like, "Yeah, but she also deals with the darkness." I mean, after all, I mean, I see the photos, Tommy. Hey, I know about the photos, man. And, <laughs> I mean, if you have to, post it on your freaking shop Instagram account. Bruh. I know, you, and besides that, I know also you have uh, somebody else on there. Let's just say it, an internet uh, historian and guru and also huge wrestling fan. Who dealt with all the internet stuff, the crazy crap? Uh, he knows who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> maybe he could help a little bit. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, but anyway, I'm just saying this straightforward. I hope for Tommy if he can find his happiness. That's great. And for some reason of the loss of life, I'm just uh, maybe it's I don't know. Maybe something happened with Thea. Oh, well. Anyway. So, I'm just hoping for the sake of both of them that they both find their happiness again. Because I really don't want to see much how that's happening. Because I, even though I feel sorry what Tommy is going through as much as Thea is, but... I, I don't know. I just... And, and first of all, when I heard about them being together and ended up getting married, I was like, really? And maybe it's for the best, even though either this or whatever. I mean, I just do want to see them both back together. I want to see them both together. And I don't care if it's, they landed in AEW or WWE. It's just that I want to see them... Um, as a f as a wholesome couple, right? right? Now speaking about wrestling things related, especially within WWE, I would want to say something. I just saw Scott Steiner trending on Twitter, and I was wondering what's going on. Turns out, I it uh, turns out everybody is memeing about Scott Steiner. I guess because of standard math. But it's actually something else. Apparently, it's been revealed on Twitter that WWE is ha having a uh, 
Dinner for Three episode. If you guys don't know, Dirty has this series. I think that was on the Dirty Network before it's they end up joining, uh, and Comcast NBC Universal's, uh, plat streaming platform Peacock. Which, by the way, a you have to pay for it unless you're unless you're part of Comcast, which is apparently it's for free. So, understand where I'm coming from. I know, cheap luck. Not being paid for this. Well, anyway. So, it's been... But I think it's also still available outside the U.S. As those who are... um, You still have the uh, dating network. But, apparently, this show, Dinner for Three, has a conversation of for three wrestlers to talk about. Even though... Even though I wish why didn't WWE wouldn't have the opportunity for Chris Hero, Claudia Castanoli, and Sarah Dore to do a dinner for three. I mean, with those three, I mean, I would love to hear about how their days in the end scene and how they are doing. But I guess that never will happen. <laughs> the star is still part of WWE, and uh, Chris is Chris Hero is nowhere. To be found, and as for Claudio, he's happy where he's at. <laughs> anyway, but the real reason why Scott Steiner's training and what has to do with Dinner for Three is actually Scott, his brother Rick, and nephew, and Rick and uh, his ne- and Scott's nephew, who's actually Rick's son, uh, Br- Braun Breaker, Bronson Steiner, are going to be. Are gonna be have opening up a conversation. Probably what's gonna be happening is it's gonna be a family fear. <laughs> the next dinner for three, hey, with the Stunner Brothers and Rick's son Scott's nephew, Ron Breaker. <laughs> so what's gonna be happen? Well, pretty sure Ron's gonna be here. Pretty sure we're all gonna end up hearing the crazy stories about this about Rick and Scott Steiner out of the boys out of the guy's mouth. Oh, and Bron probably like either he, either he's gonna love this or he's probably gonna have a face bump situation. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I'll let you. I'll probably well do. So I'll probably review that on the podcast here talk about it <laughs> um but yeah that's that's something interesting really i don't know if this is maybe a reason why kenny might be suspended despite of what originally what happened but something kind of a crazy article that the sportster had shit had read Decided to actually not read share talk about out and uh, there's something that is very much questionable of what they're saying in this article and uh, it says here the article says Kenny Omega told AEW locker room he wouldn't have hired eighty percent of them apparently went to make it was meant to be a joke but a lot of people didn't take it that way. It is written by Joss Colson, published three days ago. And despite of it, I don't like this is work. I don't know if this is taken out of context or not, but I don't know. 
Anyway, it says here, it's probably fair to say things are a little bit tense back in eight backstage in AEW right now. Even with CM Punk is out of in injury for six months, which I don't know if that's the case or not because of it, and um, really kind of crazy. Uh, Kenny Omega in Japan, and the Young Bucks suspended. Actually, Kenny Omega's been suspended. He just went to Japan, which I don't know why Tony did that. At, unless they, unless this, unless as uh the storyline, uh, unless the Kenny being suspended is part of a storyline, and then that's the dumbest thing I'll ever say. Uh, and yeah, the Young Bucks is suspended. Well, actually, it's not just suspended, but also so is Brandon Cutler and Christopher Daniels, which all four of them are probably back home in California. Whatever has been going on between everyone mentioned and more prior to All Out, it all spilled out in an incredibly public way, courtesy of CM Punk during the press conference after the pay-per-view. Uh, what the hell? Wait, before I go on. Oh, hey, uh, oh girl. <laughs> Anything for views. Bloopy also loves Fortnite. Aww. Such a good cat. Oh, Did you get... I just want to know, uh, Saya. Did, uh... Did you get that or did Tommy got that for you? <laughs> God dang it. I'm so distracted. <laughs> anyway, back to this stinking article. Now I have to go hunt for it because I got distracted by Thea's tweet. Uh, God dang it. Okay, so where is it? Uh, let's see here. And also, I wanted to also talk about the white rabbit. And why people are speculating it's freaking Bray White. Which I don't know if that's the case. But hopefully I will let you guys know when that will be happening. Real on Friday. Ugh. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Don't tweet about the... Oh, now they're... This is now just pure clickbait. Okay, so this is really ugly, but... I'm going to read you the article and then put my thoughts into this. Because I'm going to spin this... Apparently, they're, they're trying to uh, spin this because I am not liking this at all. Uh-oh. Okay, so here we go. It, all right, so back to this article. Um, it's why wouldn't hire eight of the ten out of ten of them? There has been rumblings that all was not well before that. Of course, hence the talent meetings held last month. While some plenty, no, oh, no, no, some plenty. While some elements of that meeting sounds like they were 
pretty rousing. New reports suggest some parts weren't taken so well by few in attendance. Most notably, a comment made by Omega, where he reportedly told the locker room that he wouldn't hire eight of out of ten of them. Okay, where's this coming from? Well, according to them, <laughs> oh boy, that's according to a. That's according to. A new report from Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Uh, in other words, uh, what does Dave Meltzer? I mean, I <coughs> okay, this is sounds about to get ugly. What does Dave Meltzer have to do with this? Anyway, apparently Omega delivered the line. While looking directly at Will Ospreay? Uh, what? Ospreay! Uh, interesting as Ospreay wasn't, and he still isn't, under contract with AEW. Um, uh, of course not. He's still working for New Japan Pro Wrestling. What does... Okay, this is about to not make sense. And why does Meltzer Meltzer has nothing to do with this, okay? This is this is so much straight up clickbaiting. Anyway, the article continues. Industry as Osprey as Osprey wasn't yeah. Uh perhaps an indicator that wouldn't be changing anytime soon and ex and an explainer as to why Osprey has returned to Japan and said he wouldn't be back in AEW for the seeable future. It was only a joke, maybe. It's also an indicator as the wrestling news observer, wrestling observer, the uh, observer reports that eight of the eight of ten line from Omega was meant as a joke. The trouble is, it didn't land away for a lot of the wrestlers in the locker room who reportedly took it seriously. A strange thing to say it either way. While Punk continues to receive the majority of the blame for whatever happened between himself, Omega, and various others, the cleanest comments in that meeting probably didn't help whether they were serious or not. What makes the comment even stranger and some wrestlers taking Omega seriously is that the former AEW champion actually does have a hand in who is and isn't hired. While Tony Khan likely takes the reins of with that sort of thing, Omega is an, e an EVP, so presumably he has some sort of say in who's on the roster. Um, no, he's... No, that's... He, um, apparently this guy is still, this guy is definitely clearly wrong. F and first of all, the comment about Will Ospreay, he's still part of New Japan. So, and what he said, he might not come back to a timely in, in AEW anytime soon. When did he say that? Uh, really? <laughs> hey. All as I know is Will Spray is still committed to New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
And I don't think he, I, I never heard of him leaving New Japan. So that's a, that's a misleading part, number one. So, number two, uh, where did he say that? Was it in an a- during an AEW show, like Dynamite, or wherever did he heard this? Was it on Twitter? I don't know, man. And another thing is, who else got offended by this? You, you only named one person. That's the lowest thing I ever heard of. And another thing is, Kenny Omega still has that. Are you going to believe what Dave Meltzer is saying? Or are you going to listen to what Twin Khan would say? Because the last things I had heard about this was, especially, I think maybe Tony has talked about this. I'm not sure. But it's been pointed out that Tony Khan is in charge. They, Kenny, Nick, and Matt only still have... EP, EVPs under their names because it only it only means that they they have they it's only title they only have the title in their name. Does that make them dealing with all the process? No, I'm pretty sure there's somebody else is probably uh if I know who could be. Which this article is definitely misleading, and because of that, I think I still follow him. And that's Chris Harrington. And which I think he. Which I think he's, uh, I think he's still in charge. I'm not sure. Uh, but I think it might be removed. I don't know. But all I can say is Tony Khan is still in charge for it. Anyway. So. I st- I'll, I'll just say this. I'm going to say this. Um, Tony Khan is still much in charge. The only thing that just happened is CM Punk just had a complete and other meltdown. And for him to call out people badly enough, and especially to insult Cole Cabana, that's not, that's not even the good thing to do. To Not only just to humiliate him, but to probably have people turn against them. And the other thing is, as I already know that Kenny Omega is still in Japan, and, and he's doing a lot of things in Japan for now. And that I don't know when he's going to come back, depending on um, whatever I can pick up. Probably, Rin is probably no. I'll see if she said anything. As far as I know right now, he's dealing, he's, a last thing I know, he might be at the Tokyo game, uh, the Tokyo game, game event, I think, going on with uh, Christopher Daniels. And that's where last thing I know is also, so apparently Kenny Omega is in Japan, but so is Christopher Daniels. I, 
I made a mistake. I thought he was in back in California, but he's not. My bad. I think Christopher Daniels might be still staking out in Japan for a while because of for AEW games and probably for other stuff as well. Because that's where I, I forgot. My mistake, okay? Another thing I also... Another thing is... Even though I know that Kenny and Christopher Daniels are in Japan still, and Kenny's Kenny, well, and also Michael Nakazawa is also there in Japan, the trio is probably uh probably doing things. I mean, Daniels is probably dealing with all the is probably dealing with some AEW stuff. I don't know if he has returned back to to the United States. I know Kenny and Nakazawa are staying in Japan, and for a while because. I think it's not just because of the gaming stuff. I think Kenny's just want to say hello to an old friend, and Kota Ibushi, which a lot of people are still thinking they're still thinking they might be in a relationship or not. I don't know. All I just see is just two good friends saying hi since they haven't seen each other since Kenny left. Uh. New Japan to be part of AEW. And Michael Nakazawa is also there because also he's also friends with Obushi. <sighs> so, anyway. So, and, you know, it's... And not only because of that, besides saying hi to Koto Obushi, I'm pretty sure he'll probably run into uh, Masa... I can't say it, but you know who I'm talking about, Masa. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, he'll probably say hi to him. And I don't know if I don't know if Kenny is returning back to the United States, or <coughs> I don't know where he'll go next. But hopefully, for Kenny, I hope he. I'm hoping right now he'll be fine and be happy of what is going on. And on top of that, um, you know, I mean, this might be a really good time for him to, you know, deal with all the AEW gaming stuff. So, and think of, not as this is, I'm thinking something's really fishy about the suspension. And, and I do not want to call it Tony Khan, but I may have to. Tony, tell you, tell the real truth. Is Kenny Omega really suspended or not? And if he isn't not, and because you said he was, then you're misleading the fans. Because if he is suspended, he should be home, not in Japan. So, I'm just saying. And So, you let Kenny to go off to Japan so he can work on the AEW, so he can work on promoting AEW games at the uh, Tokyo Game Expo. I mean, that's fine. Okay. And probably he might be going somewhere else, too, hopefully. And as for Colcabana, I'm glad right now he's doing well. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody's still supporting him. He's still dreaming on Twitch. And that's okay with me. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's also working on his podcast. I mean, I should jump in and say hi. You no, know, I should do it once in a while. I should go jump into his pot, into his Twitch chat, and just say hi and ha- and look at check on him or something. I don't know. I'm being weird. <laughs> and and as for as for the young books and 
Brandon Cutler, I haven't heard a peep, okay? I'm just hoping the guys are okay, really. But I'll let you guys know if there's anything changes. Now, I don't know if this is true enough if CM Plunk has been injured or not. So just stay tuned for that part, okay? Okay. Well, before I go and talk about AEW uh, Dynamite, I'm going to tell you guys right now that... Um, I just came across a TikTok from Cassie Lee. You guys don't know, Cassie Lee, who used to be a wrestler, but now she's retired. And she's now focused on becoming a mother. And you guys know her husband is Sean Spears. Well, it turns out Cassie had shared something that I never imagined. I guess what happened is, it's been revealed, Cassie was trying to get pregnant during this, trying to get pregnant until she told her uh, husband that she didn't get pregnant. And I guess what happened was she took a lot of tests as throughout this whole entire process. And until she ended up getting, until she, until one, until one day she finally got what the results she wanted. And it made me feel so sad that she was that she, she was trying to so oh, badly enough. And despite that, I almost felt like she could have been, you know, so much stress. And straight away, she ended up trying, kept going at it. And sure enough, by the time aim until and actually, it's also show about her. The evolution of her hair color, because what was she was gone from being having purple hair to, uh, like brown and with some streaks. Anyway, according to what she says here, when you see someone announce a pregnancy, it's often such a happy moment, but when you miss in real time, all this is all the struggle that came before. To anyone on their TTC journey, I send my love of 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 and positivity. And she and uh, yeah. So I guess what happened was for so what she's saying is she's hoping whoever who whichever couple is trying to get pregnant that she hopes for their journey is successful and uh and it was really was hard for uh Cass Seeley to try to go through this uh, so many times before she finally end up having that happen to her and she tells her by she ended up going through with like so many tests as until like till towards the end where she do two tests and it's been revealed she's pregnant. And so, and because of that, when she went to go and form her husband with, in the way that she wanted to, and the, it, um, it was really kind of cool, <laughs> to say the least, when uh, they learned that they're are expecting. 
So it's really kind of cute in a way. But I just, and by the way, I don't know how long uh, Cassie Lee is. So please don't ask, okay? Um, but yeah, I felt, um, I, I felt that, I felt so sad for her that she was going through a lot, but at the very same time, I am glad to see her, er, er, going from, from being sad to being happy. And... And it was, I guess it's, I guess it's been a struggle for her or to try to do so uh, with her husband. And, you know, it is probably, it is probably hard for them to go through all the, the signs. And, but until Cassie find out that once that pregnancy happened and actually gone to do two tests, she was really happy. And then the way how she informed her husband was like, if you go in our last TikTok before the one she posted recently, um, that's when she informed him, um, with, uh, a box and on top of that chocolate, which I didn't know Sean Spears, like, uh, the <laughs> truffle chocolates. <laughs> and I think it's the milk kind. <laughs> or is it the... Yeah, it's the milk. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, so, I am glad for, um, I'm just glad, uh, for Cassie Lee and for Sean Spills that the pregnancy will go well. I pray and hope nothing goes wrong. Because these two deserve it. You know? Okay, so I don't know what is going on, but I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about something that is really driving me insane, but... I guess I can talk a little bit, but apparently last night during, actually last night and as of yet, and Monday, there were a lot of things happened. So, um, apparently uh, what happened was, uh, a Monday night roll happened and there's still, there's the questioning about the white rabbit. Now, there are assumptions that it's either... Uh, either it's Tommy and or Bray Wyatt. I don't know if this is entirely true, but I got a feeling it might be somebody else. And it's a possibility it could be the return of Baron Corbin. Now, I'm not 100% sure it is him, but I'm starting to lean that way after somebody tweeted off, and I think it was from Jesse Davin. She says that the area code is in... The, there was an area code after a QR code that would send him to a TikTok, um, send it to him to a TikTok post, uh, and it says, and they were talking about stuff, and the at and the zip code was in somewhere in Kentucky, and I think they said it was a city called uh, Corbin, 
Hang on. Actually, let me look at Jeff. I know. Uh, let me see. From Jesse. Let's see what Jesse said here. Um. <sighs> Even though. Now she's preparing for the storm in Florida, which I'm pretty sure she will be fine. Um. Anyway, yeah, she says here about what happened. A zip code for Corbin, Kentucky, and it says four zero seven zero one. Now, for some reason, people think it's either Bray Wyatt or Tommy End, but when I saw their tweet that it's a possibility it might be. Uh, it might be Baron Corbin, and he he might be returning, and he might be going crazy. But I don't know if it's a possibility. It could be Bray Wyatt. And then, anyway, the uh, TikTok handle says "come with" is underscore "come with me." So apparently, the White Rabbit is struck again. Anyway, Jessie revealed about... Oh, yeah, she's also show off the coordinates as well. And it looks like, to me... It's from Google Earth, and it's the giant pink rabbit that was left there. And also some screen grabs. It looks like a wrestling match, but it looks very much distorted. Also, there's Man in the Moon. Uh, there's one that looks like to me it's Robin Dam. I mean, there's another possibility who might be it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, why is my thoughts thinking it might be Robin Dam returning? <laughs> I don't know, that was weird. I don't know. There's looks like some, some matches and stuff, but there's one that's Rob Van Dam taking out somebody, but um, there's some matches. Uh, baseball with doing the clown mask. I don't know. And then there's Cactus. I don't know. There, I don't know. This might be throwing out whoever it is. Um, I have no idea who the White Rabbit is. And this is really kind of crazy, but to say the least. Um, so my thoughts about this is, whoever it is, I don't know. I mean, it's not as crazy as, it's, and it's kind of weird that they're going, like, in the same route when Chris Jericho was turning, was returning back in 2007, did even now he currently wrestles for All Elite Wrestling, and, oh, by the way, um, before I jump into it, there's a little spoiler I may talk about, and that is, um, how do I say this? Uh, he defeated Claudio Castanelli for the Ring of Honor World Championship, and it's very bad. Even it pissed, it made uh, Carrie Silking very angry, I'm just going to say that. Anyway, um, but yeah, 
I'll talk about that a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know why it gives me shades of Chris Jericho, but things they say, if you guys are thinking, no, Chris Jericho is still employed with AEW. You know, that is all I'm just going to say He because he's about to get his butt handed dead. And even if, um, if, uh, I don't, I think, I don't know who's challenging him for the belt. I think it's, uh, uh, hang on, let me look up the AEW Twitter account. I forget who's hanging on. Uh, oh yeah, Bandito, right. I'll talk about that soon. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if, I don't know... I don't know who really it is. I'm still. I don't know why. I mean, and the wonder if you guys are wondering who gave the idea for me, thinking it might be Bray Wyatt. Well, it's actually I would say Ryan Satin's fiance Eric has tweeted out saying it might be him. Now, for some others, I don't know why they thinking it's it's Tommy End. When the fact is, I haven't heard Tommy's released. Oh wait. Ryan actually thinks it was him, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't heard of if Tommy did get his release from AEW, and that's kind of concerning and questionable. I mean, seriously, because I haven't heard that at all. I mean, there was reports of it, yet I haven't, even though he said he has asked for it, but I don't know sure if it's truthfully confirmed. So, yeah. Anyway, so there's that. Okay, so I want to talk to you guys about what happened last week on AEW uh, Dynamite. It turns out Chris Jericho cheated his way to winning the Ring of Honor uh, world title off of Claudio Castagnoli, which made... uh, Carrie Silken very angry and upset. So apparently Tony Khan threw this match in. It's going to be Chris Jericho versus Bandito. And and hopefully it's either Bandito's going to get the title off of him. Or Jericho's looking to retain. Even though I know Carrie Silken is very angry. And he may... It's a possibility. I may see him um, either... He, either he, Carrie's probably going to help and get involved with, uh, with, be, with the match against Ben. That Ben going to get Bendito being champion, or he's going to turn over to the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, anyway, there's a shocker as well. Apparently, apparently now. Now the one and only Miss Soraya yeah, uh, is now joining. It's been revealed that she's now the newest member of the AEW roster. And I'm surprised that she's using the name that her mother ha- had. Okay, first of all, let me just put this out for you. Everybody's being confused. I don't know why they're still training her for a daddy name, but I'm just saying she's going by her first name. Actually, I don't know if that's right or not, but I'm surprised she's using that. I'm surprised she's using the name. 
even though her mother was wrestled as Sweet Soraya. Now, I don't know if her mom has retired here, here and and that's going and that's happening, but yeah, she yep, she showed up last week on AEW Dynamite and freaked out every Freaked out the women badly enough. Uh, although some were happy to see her, others are like couldn't believe it. So apparently they're gonna be hearing from. Uh, so apparently, uh, Sarai is gonna be talking in to, on uh, in AEW Dynamite. Now apparently, the AEW World Title Eliminator is happening. And apparently it's been announced that John Moxley is taken on against the one and only Juice Robinson, a.k.a. Uh, Tony Storm's husband, I would say, now? Hold up. So it's official that I can say that she's uh, married, right? Yep. A hundred percent true. Yeah, so <laughs> let's so John Moxley's taking on against Tony Stone's husband, Chase Robinson. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, Tony's actually defending her AEW her AEW Women's Title. Then she is the interim champ against Serena Deep. They'll be here and. Uh, Sarai is going to be speaking, and and MJF is showing up. I mean, everybody still wants answers for what he has done. Although, the one thing for sure is, I really want to see something out of... I can't believe I'm going to say this. Daniel Garcia. I want to see how this goes for him. Because, as of right now, with his reacting to Chris Jericho winning the, uh... Ring of Honor World Title. I think, I think, I think Daniel Garcia wants to leave uh, Jericho's stable, stable, and join, and probably either be by himself or probably join the Blackpool Combat Club. And I know what you guys say. Well, isn't the Blackpool Combat Club a bunch of, like the Jericho Appreciation Society? I'm like. Sort of, but not true, because you forget about poor Wheeler, Utah. But actually, I would say that would be a really interesting situation to see that happen, and that Garcia would be a uh, we uh, in this uh, alliance with. Would be with um, be part of the Blackpool Combat Club, and the reason why is because all of them are would be known as a bunch of indie guys who work their butts off of and then treat it like crap. I've been WWE before being part of AEW, you know. But anyway, I don't know how this is gonna be happening, so. <sighs> anyway, so, yeah, so anyway, I'm still, 
I still don't have answers about the situation with um with the situation with what to ex of what happened. So there's gonna be a lot of things going down in uh AEW Dynamite this week. And also I didn't bother checking out uh last week with uh with um I guess uh Rampage but I guess uh I'll look into that to find out what the heck happened, but I'm pretty sure it got ugly it's can be So anyway, and I haven't know if, and by the way, I have zero idea when uh, the suspension of the elite is up yet. Because after all, it was really shocking that I, that uh, what happened was that when Kenny Omega <coughs> and the Young Bucks got suspended, I'm like, what the heck, for what, for I'm like spoken real because of them hadn't getting involved into this dang fight. And then of course, why was Pat Buck also being suspended? As well as Christopher Daniels. And then of course a steel was somehow thrown into this mess. And you know, it's crazy. But then something tells me that Kenny Omega and Christopher Daniels I I I still have a I have still doubts about why Ken why Tony Khan ended up suspending uh Kenny Omega and Christopher Daniels. That was not really a suspension. It was them let them go to Japan for the to for the uh, Tokyo Game sh uh Show convention, and that went down. Like really, so. I still want to know oh, if I don't know if they still are suspended or not because it's still just it's still just a mystery. I know. Oh yeah. Well, actually, I just said that both Nick and Matt Jackson got suspended, but also Brandon Cutler too. And actually, I haven't heard a peep from Brandon Cutler at all. Because um, usually I know he would be streaming, but I guess he's taking this ascension to reflect on what he has done. And as for the Young Bucks, like I said, I haven't heard much from them as well. Uh, the only thing I can say right now is Kenny Omega's last scene in Japan and... And I don't know if oh, if he's back in the United States or he's still in Japan. That okay. The last thing he posted was six days ago and says DDT Dream Team hashtag Rikon One and I mean the last. Seven days or so, kind of being in Japan. Um, 
it turns out he was there for a convention saying hello to an old friend and <laughs> I see you I see you Frank Rosser um He thanked Capcom for the uh, Saints Capcom and uh, says CBX Freak, which is Alex and Nil, for the uh, also time at GG. Alex says Tokyo Game Show. Fenshin. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the last thing he said here is, there's some other things he says here. Um, let's see, from September 13th until about like six, about a week ago, he was... He posted was let's see, there's we've been waiting, f ting, ing, ing, and it was the RGD summit. It was talking about the <coughs> <coughs> it was something has to do with game aim, the Yakuza, uh, which is very crazy to talk about. But anyway, the next post is him. And saying, thank you, Sega, for the amazing tour and for creating character model of me in the Yakuza engine. Which Karis Danker says, so sick. Donorosa says, you look so happy, have fun. <laughs> and it's actually him doing it. Um, then he says something in Japanese, which it's a photo of him and uh, Koto Ibushi. Which I don't know what he was saying here. And there. Then there was the Tokyo Game Show convention with Capcom. And then this last photo were him and Michael Nakazawa. And another wrestler. I guess it says uh, Senshiro Takagi. That's the county he ran into. And he posted this. So, anyway. I don't know when he's going to be... I don't know if he's still in Japan or he's back in the United States. But the last thing he posted... To stuff. But I can hope... But I'm just glad to see he, he is okay for now. Um, but anyway. Um, yeah, I'm starting to, still starting to have doubts. But I don't know when... Uh, when Kenny's officially back, but uh, I don't know. There's no mentioning of how long he's been suspended for. Tony Khan hasn't said much about it. And that's very worrisome. Anyway, uh, yeah. I don't know if you haven't noticed about the Twitter, the hashtag, Justice for Nash Carter. And as much as I can say this, yes, I kind of know about this myself. Oh, but I guess I'll explain. 
It's been a very long, long time since this has been happening. But apparently it's been reported out that Nash Carter has... The justice for Nash Carter is a is a tweet that that n- almost nearly everybody is behind of this, and the reason behind it is has to deal with the uh, quickly vast release of Nash Carter that happened several months ago, and the reason why was because there were false allegations from his ex-wife. I'm not mentioning his ex-wife's name because it is very much disgusting to mention her, but for the sake of it, I'm just referring to her as his ex-wife. Anyway, it's however, or the people who who say that she that his ex-wife made so much false statements had brought up so much evidence. And as I do kind of believe that what I see, because as it is absolutely be, um, it looks very awful uh, right away because it turns out that there's a possibility that she is in fact, uh, faking this out for attention. Now, now, I don't know how much I would say this, but from what I've been seeing on social media, yeah, it's really just terrible that his ex-wife would treat him like garbage. And apparently, um, apparently, his, uh, is now his tag team, his former tag team partner, uh, who was known as De- was once known as Desmond Xavier, or but still wrestles in Diddy as Wesley. Uh, had sp- his wife had spoken about this situation, and she says that that even though she, that she couldn't speak much more about this but what she said that 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 uh that uh Zach's ex-wife really went too far as as much to abusing even though they were supposed to seek counseling and whatnot but I guess that didn't help her as help out as much and because that she went so far as to try to destroy him in any way shape or form so for what happened for why this is happening I don't know but as far as I last thing as I heard about this I don't know if he is um I don't know if he is in fact going to be um, I don't know if he will be turning back to pro wrestling. And somebody's going to say, well, what about the thing he did and that was so inappropriate and, and anti-Semitic? I mean, somebody said that it was years ago and nothing have to relate with WWE. So 
I mean, if that's the case, then why isn't he brought back? Which, it's very upsetting to, to people about this. And sure enough, and for sure, for sure enough, they're not, sure enough, it's been, like, gone crazy. Now, there's been a lot, of, I mean, there's been, been tweets, a lot of tweets that have been going on ever since. And sure enough, it is getting right away out of control that, that, uh, you know, why these wrestling fans are not being taken seriously. Which is very much worrisome. So, the truth is, in my opinion, is uh, I think it's time for for Triple H to listen to the fans, and that's all I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, it is really much crazy that this is happening for people. And sure enough, I mean, right away, this is something that everybody needs to be questioned about. So, bottom line to this is, um, for everybody to want to know, um, do I think Nash Carter should come back to WWE? Yes. Should Triple H at least apologize to him? and understanding where he comes from? Yes. But will this happen overnight? No. I mean, this is going to take forever. Now, I don't know if there's a possibility. I mean, I don't know if if uh, if Zachary is in fact taking his ex soon to be or I don't know if it is soon to be or is his ex-wife to court or something. I don't know if that I don't know if there's a possibility. All I know is they were supposed to get counseling and straight away it's ex and I mean I'm hoping they're divorcing and on top of that I'm hoping for for uh I don't know for Zach or Nash whatever you want to call him I hope he does come back because the way how it happened was she his ex-wife went t- too far and Humiliating. Even Wesley's wife knew, even though she couldn't say much, um, that his that knew, that she knew that his ex-wife is no good. And sure enough, I don't blame him her, even if she can't talk much about it anymore. Or, or it's still not right to have this happening. So. What I'm saying is, yes, it's. I think it's time for the pro wrestling community to have the return of Nash Carter, or at least have Zachary once booked somewhere in an independent show. And for those who are saying, what about him being in? I think he had changed in years, and I don't think he has done that. But it probably happened only once. And he probably got yelled at, okay? And he probably didn't do it again. And you thinking that's just one mistake? Well, then, you know what? Fine. But still, I mean, just don't tell these people who tweeted out uh, the justice for Nash Carter, okay? I mean, seriously, it's not going to be good.
because they won't listen to them, but no, won't listen to reason. But anyway, so yeah, that's much I'm about to say. All right, thank you all for listening to this podcast. Um, I do apologize. I haven't been much lately, been tweeting as much about wrestling because it's been taken a setback. And all the things I'm right now is I'm seeing what's going on in the world of pro wrestling. And with all this kind of new stuff, I'm just couldn't give you guys what my thoughts about this and stuff. Now, I just still don't know about the situation about if when Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, Brandon Cutler, uh, Christopher Daniels, Pat Buck, um, Ace Steele, and one Phil Books are all of them being right now have been suspended or thereof. So I don't know if they will be back into wrestling, but the one thing for sure is, I mean... As of, actually, I do want to mention, I had seen a tweet recently from uh, Evil Uno, who actually retweeted, quote tweeted, from the AEW AEW, uh, Game Store account that is promoting, or maybe he did retweet, uh, promoting an upcoming stream for uh, today uh, that is featuring Brandon Cutler. So, I guess he's still... Um, I guess he's allowed to be part of that, but, but I don't think, but I, I don't know if that, I don't know if that was, oh, if that would be right for, because since he is suspended, I mean, everybody got suspended, oh, including Michael Nakazawa. I still don't know if Kenny Omega is back in the United States, or he still is in Japan, um, as crazy as it can be to talk about, but. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's much I can talk about. So, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, please, if you can, wa- listen to more er, uh, episodes previously. And I will see you guys in the next one. Till then. Bye for now.